welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. What's up, guys? Ryan here. Today, I want to show you how to drill into your Redbubble sales data so that you can sell more products. Now, Redbubble is one of my favorite print-on-demand platforms. It's right up there underneath Amazon Merch, in my opinion, because we're not pushing products directly to the number one e-commerce website in the world, Amazon, but we're pushing products that rank really well organically on Google. Google loves to put Redbubble products in search results organically, but also Redbubble is paying on our behalf to run advertise like Google shopping ads and retargeting ads to bring potential customers to the platform. And they don't pass that cost on to us. That's strictly to our benefit. Um, we just get paid out of royalties. So there's no reason not to be selling on Redbubble if you're not already. In my 2019 Redbubble year in review, which uh, I have a blog post on my website, I'll drop a link to it in the description and I have a YouTube video review of that as well. But I sold 11,000 $696 on Redbubble in 2019. So I have a decent idea of what I'm talking about. So let's jump into it. So I'm going to jump over to my main account real quick. Normally I'm on my demo account, uh, but this is the most commonly viewed dashboard that most Redbubble sellers look at to see um, how much money they're making. This is not that informative though. All it really gives us is our profit on each month. So you can see over the last year, I kept $2,633.75 of profit, uh, but we can't get much more data from what they're showing us here. However, that data is actually made available to us. Um, I had to jump over to my main account to show you that dashboard because that dashboard doesn't exist if you haven't made sales. On my demo account, I have not made sales. Sorry to make those, <laughs> make those things a little bit more confusing than they need to be, but um, you can click in your top right corner and hit account settings and then go to sales history. And after you have sales, it will look something like this, all right? And you'll see the sales listed and you'll have the download as CSV option. So I took this screenshot from my main account so that I had some actual data. When you download this CSV, you can go ahead and open it in like Google Sheets or Microsoft Excel. It's gonna look something like this. Now I have not changed anything in this other than blanking out the uh, product name and order IDs from this. Beyond that, I just wanna show you how you can kind of mess around in Excel to get a better insights into your data. Now, the first thing that I'm usually interested in is this artist margin column. Now, if you downloaded your sales report over like a really long period of time and maybe you just wanna get the aggregate number, uh, you can do so pretty easily. Just click into a blank cell in your Excel file, hit the equal sign and then type sum, S-U-M and open a parenthesis, then left click the top data point of this column, then scroll all the way down to the bottom to the last one, and hold your shift key on your keyboard and left click the last one. Then all you have to do is hit enter. And if we scroll up, you'll notice that it uh, does a sum for us on all the values there in that column. So that's a nice easy way of seeing like the aggregate value of any of these columns here. Um, doing calculations of like retail price versus artist margin. You can also, you know, with Google Sheets or Excel, you can have it create graphs for you in the um, application itself. It's real easy to do. It's actually what I did on my um, sales report over here on my website. If you scroll down a little bit, um, like here I did breakdowns of revenue versus royalty. Um, most popular products just showed like bar charts, things like that. Anyways, that's a separate video. So just know that that's possible in these applications. But 
Also, I just wanted to show you guys that like when you see these pound signs, if you're wondering what that is, it's just Excel by default not showing you how um, much room to give those values to render. So if you just double click in between the two cells, like in that case, I double click between A and B, it'll expand it for you. Same thing with shipping date. You can do that again. Um, product type. So here's another thing we can do, though, to drill down into things like product type and look at how much money we're making on a per sale basis, maybe by product type, if you click across, so I just clicked on the number one and it highlighted the whole row. And what I'm going to do is go over here to data and click filter. Now you'll see these little like drop, I don't know, drop down, like downward arrows on each box in that row. And we can go ahead and click like product, click the little downward facing arrow. And then where it says select all, I can uncheck that and maybe I'll go and select just stickers. All right, then I hit okay. And what it just did is it filtered out all products that are not stickers. So you can see here that everything in this column that's still visible is stickers. And I have sold quite a bit of them. Uh, I think Redbubble really is kind of like the premier destination uh, for print on demand stickers as a seller and as a buyer, in my opinion. Although I'll be honest, I don't buy that many, so I could be wrong there. Um, but yeah, so you can see like my average margin per sticker. The only thing it's not showing us is the type of sticker. So in this case, like Redbubble, if you go into your product pricing page, you can see that they break stickers down into three different types. They call the first one stickers, second one transparent stickers, third one glossy stickers. And uh, the reason I mentioned that is because they have different base costs. And, you know, that's something to keep in mind with Redbubble. It doesn't work like merch where you set a price. You actually set a markup percentage. I've done a video about this in the past, but um, you can see here that like the retail prices by default are different. They vary and you can control your markup percentage and see those adjust with stickers. I recommend a higher markup percentage. At least 100% is good. It may sound like a lot, but just keep in mind this is equating to it's low dollars, right? And if you want to make like a dollar plus per order, then you have to be at least at like 100% markup. I had someone in my YouTube comments the other day telling me they had a 200% markup and they were thanking me for that tip. So passing that tip along one more time. But this is also a good way of getting like quick insights into things like I have my, you know, I have my actual niches or product titles blanked out. But if you wanted to, you could say like change product to um, let's do like classic t-shirt. And then you could see like what designs are selling best on t-shirts versus stickers. Um, when I'm approaching designs, I typically design a little bit differently for a t-shirt than I would for a sticker. So, but that doesn't mean that I shouldn't like, if it makes sense to, when I post it to Redbubble, make it available on both. Cause you never know what people are really looking for. But yeah, I just wanted to put this out there, put this on your radar, let you guys know that Redbubble does give us a more in-depth look into our sales data. Now, if you're selling on Redbubble and you've made a sale, you also know that they'll email us for each sale, letting us know. So we have our data in individual emails, but that's not a very efficient way of staying on top of things. Um, definitely like, you know, using spreadsheets is the, the way to go. Um, when you're looking back and doing like an annual report, like I do on my website, uh, each year. So again, I'll put a link in the description. If you guys want to check out my Redbubble 2019, uh, sales review. And before I sign off, I just wanted to mention that I wrote a print on demand course. It's 10 modules, 60 lectures. It shows you exactly how I sold over six figures selling print on demand online last year. Uh, it's a new course. I launched it right at the end of 2019. So far, the reviews have been great. And if you're looking to start your print-on-demand business, which, by the way, takes little to no investment, 
and it can have a massive return, then you should consider joining. There's always a link in the description. Anyways, guys, thanks for watching my video and I'll see you at the next one.